0: That is the cue. We are rocking. We're rolling. This is episode. I didn't write it down. It
1: is... More than one.
0: More than one. Less than a thousand five eighteen for the one person that cares about that, which is probably me. <laughs>
1: it's the numerologist in you yes. that has come to life.
0: So yes. an episode 518, but the important part is it's the, we're at Acme Comedy Company, and oh. I'm talking to Jackie Cation.
1: Hello, and welcome to talking to Jackie Cation. <laughs> Hello, and that, welcome to talking. Where's that Acme sign? It used to be there. It used to be there. What happened to that sign?
0: You, it wasn't probably. Here the last time you were here. It's I been know, gone so for a little
1: bit. So sad. Should I invest? Should we start a GoFundMe? We need a new sign.
0: Ah, uh, you should talk to Lewis about that. We I think he's got a Lee. whole philosophy on that. That well, I.
1: I well, he's got a plan. He's got, I, I don't. He always, I don't he always does. He always does. I don't Good think you'll ever
0: see it again. I think that's the plan.
1: <laughs> he's decided to bury it in some sort of what are those uh, time capsules? And uh, he'll he'll grow, he'll dig it back up in another number that's very important to the Chinese people. <laughs> exactly. You remember. Uh, uh, you know, it's always interesting numerology. Uh, I, when I first moved to Los Angeles, I'm just going to jump right into it. Go for uh, it. When I first Welcome. moved to Los Angeles, I. Was asked how old I was at one point, and someone had told me it was you know what it was, it was Tom Hansen's wife, Holly Henson, who uh used to do stand up comedy, and she uh, has passed away since. But uh, I she, call
0: her Scott Hansen's sister in law.
1: Do you call her Scott Hansen's sister in law? No, I've never done you know her, what so. she wanted to be called, uh, neither of those, and just Holly Hansen's stand up <laughs> comic. And uh, <laughs> she uh told me that I should lie about my age when I moved to Los Angeles, and I turns out i'm not very good at math and the first people i lied to were numerologists and so they were like so when did you graduate from high school oh what time of day were you born all of these things and finally uh like the third question in this was a couple man woman hetero couple woman says to me wait that wouldn't you would have it would have been and i said what are you you doing and i said i'm lying i'm lying i'm 33 years old it's okay anyway so uh, do you remember the age you told them uh, I believe I told him I was 28. 28. Yeah, I just did. I shaved. I went into my 20s from my early 30s. Uh, here I am in my 60s, 70s, and uh, not true. But, uh, <laughs> I was
0: going to say, um, no. No. <laughs> I, I am wearing so. this
1: hat because you're wearing your your Vikings hat, and yes. I didn't realize my new merch. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Hello. Uh, is the color of the Vikings, which I didn't realize. Uh, and I was like, oh, this should sell. Not realizing that it's 80 degrees in Minnesota and nobody wants to think about the time when they're gonna need a knit hat uh so no uh
0: along those lines so like the minnesota state Fair was going on a few weeks ago and right. there you know there's a there's a display selling everything eating everything selling everything including like uh really warm clothes like get your socks made out of you know uh llama <laughs> and stuff like that it's like <laughs> I'm dying of sweat
1: here. I'm not wearing right. warm socks. And I don't want to think August. about February. Yeah. I don't even want to think about October, which <laughs> is when it all begins.
0: Yes, yes. And you escape from it, and you live happily.
1: I know. I did escape from it, but I do like to come back. Uh, sometimes uh, Lewis will book me in the in the middle of the. Uh in the middle of the winter. And that's kind of fun for me because it's nice to visit the winter. Yeah. Yes.
0: Dig out the boots that you ha- Dig out the haven't boots, had to buy a new pair for decades.
1: Up. I know. I remember when I moved to LA, uh, I gave my winter boots to my sister. And I regretted it when the next time he booked me was in the middle of the winter. And I was like, oh, wait. And she's like, oh, they're mine now. <laughs> Uh, okay, All you right. could.
0: She's kept yours and gave you her old ones.
1: <laughs> it's weird that we still wear the same size shoe. Aww. What are we, children? And uh, yeah, it's so, well, we're only a year and a half apart.
0: So oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So we're uh, to let's see. You've been in. You've been in town a few days now.
1: I came in on Monday. Uh, Greg Coleman. Just what played through. Yes. Uh, we did a weird panel at Hamlin University with Neil Justin. Yeah, I saw uh, about the nature of free speech and cancel culture, and uh, and also with tiffany norton but uh, the three of us laughing and laughing at cancel culture because of course there's no one's canceled where are the canceled comics touring touring yes uh, yeah uh, putting weekend. new material out right constantly uh making money hand over fist uh i believe Chappelle is filling stadiums this weekend uh or an arena or just a very large theater mm-hmm. i don't know it's working out for dave uh <laughs> And Dave, I mean, I Dave Chappelle's, his stuff on race and family and stuff like that is unparalleled. It's a delight. It's incisive. It's so smart. It's so good. And his weird, uh, I'm going to pick on trans high schoolers, is such a weird hill to die. On. Like, yeah. what do you care? How could it? Is someone in... Who's hurt you? Uh, It's my J.K. Rowling thing, too. Like, I don't... I mean, I've met more trans people in the last probably six years than I've ever met in my life, but they've probably always been there. Sure. But and, And when I say I've met more, four. Hi. It can't possibly... Who... What is the, where, how? They're everywhere,
0: Jackie. They're, they're <laughs> tr- turning all of us into whatever. Yes. Right, they're
1: turning all of us into people who have gender. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. you're know, like, mm, I, don't, I, don't, and I
0: don't. Run and hide.
1: Run and hide. I got a new poop joke. Oh, that's the other thing. I'm just going to talk for an hour. It's going to be great. Plug and play-cation. <laughs> so, um, and you're on. And I'm on. The, I have a new joke. And it is regarding uh, the bathroom. I've never had a bathroom joke before, to my knowledge, and it's very exciting. But it comes right on the heels of Neil Justin twice in the strip this week, telling people, yes. "Oh, you people aren't smart enough to come and see this." And you're like, "Oh my God, it's uh, attainable goal. Can you uh, have you ever read those Dan Frontier books? You're fine. You're doing great, you guys. And you got the the basic twenty six letters and."
0: I wanted to tell you that I heard your full set last night. Not only did I laugh many, many times, (laughs) I thought about things, but never did my head hurt.
1: (laughs) Right. There was no problems with your noggin. There was no, it didn't make your head hurt. No, I Uh, didn't
0: think I was not smart enough or that you were too smart. Right. There was
1: absolutely nothing happening. Uh, I know that some, I mean, some people like to, I mean, maybe I'm that cool band that only you want to like, Neil Justin, who I love dearly. But I have to say,
0: interesting.
1: I am not an indie band. I am the golden retriever of stand-up comedy, an attainable goal for anyone who wants to see the bit it that it. and I'm, you know, someone the other day said that I was super liberal. and I was like, I don't know what you mean by that word. If you think that not on it, stage. Not on stage, it's just normal. Yeah, and no. off stage, if, if is this, lib- I don't think this is liberal. Everyone should get to live indoors. Does that feel like I'm taking a stand? I just not feel to like, me. not, right. I, it just seems, I mean, I suppose people would be like, yeah, but I don't want to pay for it. I'm like, no, no, you're not. You, we would all, we would all pay. We, it would just be a small amount of money for Matt. Everyone, it's not that big of a fucking deal, anyway. So I, I think guess the problem I'm,
0: with that is that people will hear you have an opinion on anything, and then they can then attach that. Yeah, but here's the thing that I agree with, and you um, don't. That makes that not actually, okay. Actually,
1: what you're saying, and I'm like, right. uh, if you am actually me, you will be blocked. My <laughs> yes. Uh, if if you say something to me online that I in real life would walk away from you, uh, guess what? You're blocked. I don't. I I don't need to. No, have your people page. come up to
0: you and go like, "Hey, you blocked me."
1: I've never had that. Never. I've had some people email me and say, "Hey, you blocked me. Uh, okay. I just want to say I was kidding, or I didn't mean it, or I'm sad that you blocked me." And then I will have like I'll give them one more. I'll, I'll email it with you and I'll give you another shot. I had one woman. Uh, she was super sad that I was working for someone. Oh, I know. He was working for someone who wasn't pro-choice. He was sort of, he was, and I don't know that to be true, but she said he's a forced birth anti-abortion guy. Okay. And I was like, have you ever held a job? Who are you hoping to work for if it's your mom? I can't, I mean, there's, I have to work for people that I don't agree with all the time. Who's your boss that you love so much and agree with on absolutely every stop? And so I was like, if you could not be mean to me, that'd be great. And she was like, oh, I'm being mean to you. And I said, and we are done. And it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm psyched you've been a fan for 20 years, but it doesn't have to continue if you think that me asking for you to stop being mean to me. It's yeah. interesting
0: that, that, could even, that someone can be a fan and have that in them. But it's right. just we're all... Unique I guess.
1: Turns out we're all alive.
0: Turns out we're all special in our own way. <laughs>
1: I did hear well there was a there was a young person uh, because I believe them to be a them. They're a they them and they uh claimed to be a they them and said I'm a they them until they come up with something that makes me even more unique and interesting and I laughed so hard wow. from uh because of uh the words of essentially this young woman, uh, who is a they them, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. I was like, "Good for you, lady, uh, for knowing that, that you're a they them." But you can be, the gender is just gender. I so. want
0: to know. I, I do want to ask you something about this talk you did at Hamlin, right? Yeah. Was it? Was there a Q and A like with the students? There was were students so and faculty, in? and it
1: was live streamed, and people streamed in. And uh what were what was the main? Well, and it was a whole weekend or a whole week of. Discussions about free speech, uh, immigration, ethnicity, race, comedy was one of the panels. And so it was us three comics and Neil Justin who covers comedy, uh, for the Strib. And, um, yeah. And so he wanted to know, like, he just wanted to know if we, and the great thing about standup comics and you should, everyone should grain of salt. Whenever you ask a comic something, we don't have any information. Always have an opinion. Uh, we'll riff on it for days. And we did. And uh, <laughs> Craig and I afterwards were saying, oh, we could have gone for another hour about nothing. About literally just opinion.
0: Sure. Interesting. Yeah, I'm... Uh, I, people we- always say, like, you know, all oh, the college kids, they're the ones that want to cancel everybody, right? Well, he
1: did ask that too. He said, is it hard to do colleges uh, when you're being censored or whatever? And I was like you're always sort of being censored, right? Like, not, comedy clubs are the most open, right? And people who come to see comedy, especially a place like stand-up, like like Acme, where the stand-up has been curated for 35 years, right? right? Where you're like, you, and part of, there's, okay, there's so many answers to this fucking question. First of all, when you go and see stand-up comedy, please YouTube, Google, the comic you're going to see, you would absolutely never go see a band and hope that they were heavy metal, right? And then all of a sudden it's ska, right? And then you're like, oh, I but I was unhappy, and so. But if you, but I will say that com- people who do come to comedy clubs, like just walk in off the street, they're like, I want to see comedy, and they co- and they sit down, and they see my silly, smart Noggin Hurtin comedy, <laughs> uh, which new poop joke, and uh, so. Uh, Or they're seeing, you know, Chad Daniels or they're seeing Pete Lee and, or Tracy Ashley or anybody who's like, that's, that's, you know, you could get somebody who's gay up here and you didn't know. You could get someone who's, who's very conservative and you didn't know. Like Slagle, giant button pusher. People walk in off the street; they don't know they're seeing Slagle, and they have a good time. And they go, "I didn't like that. I liked that. I didn't like that. I like that." People do that to all of us, right? So that's sure. partly—that's—that's that's the most open situation, a comedy club. And then if you do a college or you do a corporate, you there are rules. Yeah. Um, like, and even if, like, I do, I open for Brian Regan. And uh, his audiences, there's consistently a nine year old in the second row, and I. And this is in every contract I do, what I do privates, that I will do whatever you want. I, you don't want me to swear, I will not swear. You don't want me to talk about uh, politics or sex. All of my politics and sex are more socio political and 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 married sex. How dirty is that going to be? And so... um
0: uh, I heard your new joke last night. Um, maybe real dirty.
1: <laughs> <Jackie>. <laughs> it's a, the poop joke is dirty, you guys. <laughs> oh my God. I've only done it three times, you guys. My it's jaw a, dropped. It was amazing. Oh my uh, God. It's a good one. All right. It's a closer. So uh, I don't know if it'll always work, but we're going to give it a shot. Because you know how sometimes with like a new joke that pops so hard the first three or four times you do it, and then all of a sudden you'll get into this weird plateau. where you're like, why isn't that working anymore? Did I change the timing? What what did i do and so um but like with a, with a, with with colleges they're just like hey they don't want to hear your take on indonesian aid from unicef so don't do it and you're like okay for the most part you don't even ha- if you've been booked by these things you don't have anything and you're aware of it yeah so when and when someone like seinfeld talks about colleges that guy hasn't done colleges in forty years. I mean, that's
0: a completely out of touch uh, right, right. opinion
1: yeah and but I remember the year that Pete Lee, I think he booked ninety six colleges at at least three grand a pop by the way, make Pete Lee buy you lunch. Uh, so but he he knew exactly who he was performing for. and so. You know, and his stuff can be, like, he does some stuff where it's a little bit, you know, ed, it, as edgy as, as Pete Lee does not consider himself to be. <laughs> he could possibly hurt someone's feelings with a crack about uh, somebody being fat or stupid or short. But it's that's as bad as it's going to get. Yeah. And And with corporate stuff, you know, I did do... Again, I'm just going to keep talking until you have another question. Uh, I did a show in Aspen, Colorado with, what the heck was that guy's name? Jamie something. And Augie Smith and myself. It was like an Aspen Chamber of Commerce comedy night special. So it was just, you know, 600 or 1,200 people theater very beautiful at their opera house uh richie rich right aspen colorado just a pile of you know everybody driving some sort of lexus suv that they don't want you to call a station wagon (laughs) and the uh uh the jamie guy got up and he was like capitalist shitbags and just like pardon my language i don't even know but uh point 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 and he did not get any laughs and it was very sad, and nobody was happy. Yeah. And uh, Augie Smith went after him, and he did his capitalist shitbag set, and killed, killed, because in you know, as you know, the, the simplistic answer to all of this this censorship business is that if it's funny enough, it's fine. Yeah, and that's simplistic and possibly too simple. Because there aren't, there's nuance and there's problems and there's intent and there's all these things. But in the end, it is, how funny is it? You
0: Absolutely. Know? Who, uh, tell people who you brought along with you this week.
1: Oh, right. I brought my own not It's not openers. a normal Acme
0: feature and opener.
1: This is right. This is, I was like, because I can't tell you how many people know people in Minneapolis and want to come and stay with their aunt and open and meet and get to perform for these crowds. So, uh, it's, a, it's a journey of several comics. And I went in order. Everyone should know. So initially I was just gonna bring my friend who has friends here that she was gonna hang out with and get to meet Louis and get to perform for the great crowds. And these are all people who close. These are all people who headline okay. uh, on the road, other rooms, and would like to get in, obviously. So Carmen Morales was just gonna feature for me. And then I was gonna uh, go local uh, MC. Okay. Um, Carmen canceled. So I asked my friend, uh, cause she got a headline week, Anna Valenzuela, uh, if she wanted to come feature, and she said yes. And then Carmen's headline week got canceled, and I said, "Well, would oh. you want to come and split the feature spot, which is annoying, but you would flip flop MC feature?" And Carmen says yes. And I asked Anna first, obviously, because now because Anna will have to give up and also be willing to MC some nights as well. And she, Anna, said yes. And then so we had that set up, and then Carmen got a new headline week. What the hell is
0: going on here?
1: Yes, Carmen, very popular. Carmen Morales, by the way, HBO special. Take a look at it, Carmen Morales. Anna Venezuela uh, doesn't have any fancy credits yet. Any minute now. Okay, so then the other people who had asked to feature for me, I gave them the opportunity. Next up, Mary Jo Peel, Mystery Science Theater 3000, lives here. Yeah, Uh, She's not a great candidate for emceeing, Because of the kind of stand-up she does. It's hard to be real rah-rah. And I asked her and she said, "Mm, no, I'll feature for you next time. And I was like, fair enough. And then I asked Brian Kiley, who's uh, one of the writers for Conan for a million years and has done the show. And Brian Kiley, also not a huge candidate because he's a one-liner guy. And, um, but he was like, yeah. No, that's fine. I'm in town. Anyway, so I would love to do it and love to meet everybody and do the crowds. And he had such a good time last night. So he is now currently, uh, Brian Kylie and Anna Valenzuela will be flip-flopping, doing that. And... Um, wow. After them, it was uh, Alice Wetterland, who also was living or visiting back in town. She has an aunt. And then uh, Pearl Rose, who I met uh, on the road. And she lives here. And then... Uh, and then there was somebody else. And then there's some people that I loved who are here. Like, who wouldn't want Brandi Brown to feature for me? Right. And then, but the, it has to go in an order of who asked. Oh, my goodness. And then eventually I get tired and don't, and I just want Lewis to book it.
0: I mean, there's got to be something to that, right? Just <laughs>
1: There's very much something yeah, to just, that.
0: I, let's let me show up and do my thing. I, just, right?
1: I know everyone who goes up before me will, and it's always fun. With the MCs and features that Lewis is 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 curating essentially is is supporting, because those guys have the tightest fifteen thirties in the world, and then you have to follow that, and with the local references, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So for sure, I uh, you I saw that you went through one of my worst nightmares a month or so ago, losing your phone temporarily.
1: I did lose my phone temporarily and there was uh, there was some uh, mocking because I the week before I had lost my laptop and I had also had a problem with a pair of, uh, a set of uh, keys in a rental car. Uh-oh. The rental car thing was not my fault. The laptop was my fault. The phone was my fault. Uh, the fact that uh, too many people we're giving me guff about it. Uh, is their fault? Uh, Damn it! What, 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 I'm he, I am human. Uh, you can lay off, but he, but it is my fault. The the keys. What happened was, is I went and saw a movie with my husband, and I we had a rental car in Milwaukee. I was visiting my dad, and I or no, it was here. Who cares? I turn around from uh, from going to the bathroom after the movie. The rental car keys fall out of my pocket into the toilet here in Minnesota. And automatic flushing, the strongest toilet in the whole wide world. That's not my new poop joke. And uh, the uh, uh, and they take him away, take him away. Eleven o'clock at night. This happened. Yeah, here. Oh my god. In the suburbs of Minneapolis. Did you scream? I was so, uh, first of all, I was shocked, shocked, and then I was furious. And Andy was like, "The reason you're mad is because it's funny." It's like, it's like a, it's like a hangover three AI generated comedy bit. And I was like, you're right. You're right. It is funny. And then, but what I learned that night, cause I said to him, so I call the rental car company and I'm like, this happened. They laughed at me. Yeah. They said, well, we'll send somebody to open the car and tow the car away and dr- drive you back to your hotel. And I was like, okay. And I hang up and I turn to Andy and I'm like, we have three hours ahead of us. And he goes, Okay. And I said, do you want to just take a lift back to the hotel and I'll just be here at 11 o'clock at night in the suburbs of Minnesota? And he goes, a couple of things that you may not know uh, is that you don't abandon your wife in the middle of nowhere at 11 o'clock at night. Good man. He said, if it's anything I've learned from D&D over these last 50 years, it's you never split the party. Of course not. he said, and there was a pause and he goes, and here's something else you should probably know. You don't leave your husband in the middle of nowhere. And he said, we're in this together. Not without a
0: bow and quiver, at least. Exactly.
1: I'm going to need a wizard. (laughs) And uh, so we waited an hour and a half. And then I called AAA. And AAA came, opened the car in 12 seconds, uh, gave me my sweater that was in the car, and then locked the car up again. Because they couldn't tow it either. Because once once the keys are gone, it's like a project to tow it away. Hmm. And because uh, of how everything's locked now, sure. and not so, move
0: or some nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Probably. you gotta yeah.
1: you gotta have a tow truck that will essentially lift it up sure. and whatever. And um, and then we called a lift. It went home, and eventually the credit card company or the rental car company fixed it, and it was fine. And uh, and then. Two days later, I'm in Milwaukee visiting my dad, and I leave my laptop sitting on top of my car and drive away. Very sad. Never found it. Didn't even find the pieces. No. Yeah. Crazy. Talk, oh my god. Right? That was weird, right? Didn't even find the pieces. What did you do about
0: any possible? What if this thing isn't damaged and somebody's digging into my computer? Stuff? Right.
1: Uh. Well, uh, I have a find your, you know, device kind of thing. Sure. So the last time it was on, you guys, a Panera in Milwaukee. (laughs) It had shitty Wi-Fi. (laughs) I decided to go somewhere else. It turns out uh, I should have just sucked it up and used their Wi-Fi. Anyway, uh, I then had, uh, so that was like a month and a half ago. And then like two weeks ago, I was doing a benefit against cancer. Everybody's hilarious. It was a cancer benefit, but it wasn't for cancer. Gilda's club, Nashville. Uh, I go to the airport to fly away and I leave my cell phone in the lift and moments later I realize, and my lift guy's gone. And so I get on my new laptop. Hello. And I, I email lift and, um, And I leave uh, my email address and the Lyft guy emails me back and he's like, I am currently at the dentist. I could be there in about a half an hour. And I said, my flight will leave, but thank you for your effort. And then I said, if you go, here's my address that I'm going to be at my, uh, will you FedEx it to me tomorrow? And he goes, I will be at FedEx in a half an hour. And so he FedExed it to me and Lyft charged me the $120 for FedEx. And then twenty, hundred bucks for FedEx and twenty bucks for the guy, but I was like, "What is your Venmo?" Because from from Lyft, he's gonna get what eleven dollars, right? And so I sent, uh, I sent him a hundred bucks.
0: I saw. Oh, okay.
1: And uh, and then I posted his Venmo handle.
0: I think that's awesome. I saw and you he did got that. another two hundred bucks for oh, var- various fans. Okay, you yeah. found out it was two hundred.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. So he ended up getting like three hundred bucks. And if you drive Lyft for a living, three hundred bucks will change your g- life
0: yeah uh-huh
1: that'll make it uh, not it won't change your life but it'll make a difference
0: yeah that's a that's a big shift right there that's a
1: genuine thank you very much for a day and a half of work you yeah. know so
0: oh i love that you did that
1: that's that's <laughs> that fantastic
0: that is absolutely fantastic. he was really but
1: nice of him to to get on it like that, that fast did.
0: so uh, yeah that that is awesome um a few weeks ago brian miller was on the podcast
1: brian miller
0: one of my favorites, of course, is and a, a we're gem. just, you know, we're shooting the breeze going back and forth, and <laughs> right towards the end of the podcast, I brought something up. We never even got to what I was getting to, which I think is really funny, <laughs> uh, and that's fine, because it was all to get him to talk, and he said some things about the Lego movie and compared it with some capitalism, and not, I, I'm pretty sure there's no uh, posts from Acme that have never got so much attention. Really? Yes. Like people were did it triggered go viral. I mean, if
1: mini viral. I would say mini- it got a, it got well hundred... as viral as this
0: <laughs> you as know? a podcast
1: can get that isn't Rogan.
0: Exactly. Yes. Uh, I mean, you what know, there's over ten thousand plays and you know yeah. hundreds of likes. And uh, he was just saying that. It, he just basically was like I asked him I said uh did you have more fun when he did movie reviews was it more fun to review something that he liked or more something more so something that he didn't like and he said Why don't he like you
1: just underhand right and then
0: Yep. Yes. So he went, well, here's one that I d- didn't get to do about something I didn't like. And he just went off about the l- capitalism and the Lego movie. And- Was
1: I didn't see wait, the original Lego movie? Yes,
0: from, you know, what is it, 10 years ago or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. With
1: Will Ferrell and it turned into yep. a very sweet uh, dad son movie, uh, yeah
0: i guess I, think spoiler, I saw alert. It. spoiler alert it really set people off and i i couldn't believe it i could not be sitting back and watching like people just you know lego fans sharing and sharing and sharing it like who is this guy and anyway so do you have anything <laughs> that people love that you want to shit on and that we can Let get a shit on something i'll um, make you see harry potter no you like no harry no potter. i did a, i recently barbie? how about barbie can you I, shit on barbie i
1: did i did a show uh, both of those, you're only going to get support from this one. Uh, what you will find out is I recently did a podcast called Gutting the Sacred Cow, to comics out of New York, right? Or New Jersey or something like that. And um, I think one of those guys is actually doing an upcoming Dork Forest. Um, he, they were like, pick a movie that Perfect. everyone loves, that made a lot of money or is critically acclaimed, that you did not like. And so I picked... The Godfather, and the world lost its tiny lizard mind uh guess what the Godfather wasn't made for me. it can't possibly matter uh why do I and here was the sad part of it uh, i didn't I didn't realize that first of all that's a trap. Uh, you go in <laughs> because they I'm supposed to defend my uh my dislike of it. right? And I didn't... Here's the thing. I'm not saying it wasn't well-made, and it isn't a very beautiful movie, and it isn't super quotable. I'm also saying that it's been hacked within an inch of its life, and so when <laughs> I finally saw it, I was like, no, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And uh, And my father was for a short time, a bagman for a bookie in Milwaukee, uh, not the Corleones. This is not a soprano, does it make? Cause it's the Milwaukee mob. So we're talking the DeSalvo's or Frank Pulaski, whatever. But uh, the, um, but it wasn't, you know, so it was, so the fact, and, and, but one of the things, when I said that the the guys were like, oh, you should watch it again. And I said, what part of I didn't enjoy it do you not understand? So I just essentially wikipedia would it and just looked at the beats and, uh, and then went with that. But there was, uh, there was some backlash to the fact that I was clearly uh, bitches, man. Uh, they just don't get it. And you're uh, like, all right.
0: I have a profound announcement to make. Okay. I've
1: never seen The Godfather. See, I never saw Godfather 2, which is supposed to be better. You never know seen it. I watched the end of the Godfather and thought this relationship's never going to work out. <laughs> and uh, you've never, I've never, seen, never seen him. I don't even really care. Well, you can't care. There's a there's a care. window, and the thing is, is some people don't understand that, but I would understand it. Like some people haven't read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. If you didn't read it between the ages of like, I don't know, thirteen and twenty. You're probably not gonna like it. Yeah. Because it is a celebration of sarcasm. And once you're about 20, like you love sarcasm when you're a teen. It's your favorite thing ever. It's your first introduction of humor. Yeah. And so and that might actually be earlier now, right? It might be nine. But uh but I would say four. <laughs> <laughs> uh and so um, yeah, but I wouldn't, like if someone said, I don't like Lord of the Rings. People don't like Lord, the books, Right. Lord of the Rings. And I'm like, don't sweat it. I don't care. I have never been able to finish the Iliad. Uh, so, so sad, too bad. Whatever. I like the Odyssey. Enjoyed the Aeneid. Uh, the Iliad, uh, it's a little dire for me. It's just a little uh, slow. I get it.
0: All right the Iliad. Iliad Iliad Uh is there anything else we should be mentioning let me look at this real quick here oh, I
1: got I got a new po- did you see my new special looking oh, back Yes let's talk about that real <laughs> quick you have Yes yes
0: yes 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 10 minute special <laughs> 10 minute special
1: uh,
0: J- Jackie has a tiny special and does that mean <laughs> it was filmed on a tiny or uh there's a fi- t- tiny screen or is it because the length of the special I say both
1: Both it was both because yes. it is essentially uh And I didn't want it to be a special. I just, you know how everyone needs content? I was like, well, here's a way that I could do some jokes that hasn't been done. So let's do these jokes. And then my buddy Kyle Clark, who's the producer of the Jackie Laurie show, he was like, I would like to produce this. And so he wanted it to be a three car shoot. It's essentially. uh it was, it was it was he made it a bigger deal than it was uh, but it was everything he did uh, made it funnier so it was fine and what it is is me telling what the car jokes i can remember from the last 10 years into the back ass camera of a mazda 6 in reverse <laughs> i hired someone to put their foot on the brake so it's not a snuff film so it's just 10 minutes Ten minutes of me telling jokes like this into the camera, and so if you go to jackiekasia it is free to watch. It's funny. It's worth. It's, it's a, worth
0: the ten minutes, my it's God. It's worth the ten minutes,
1: <laughs> and some of the minutes are not even. Uh, some of it, uh, Kyle decided, would be like a documentary. Yeah, a little behind the scenes. <laughs> hmm. About halfway through, is a
0: little behind the scenes
1: stuff. Uh, couldn't be funnier, but it's called Looking Back, and it's just ten minutes of 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 car jokes, and then I have a new I have a new driving chunk that's brand new that kind of came out of that because I was like, what, a, what about car jokes that you're, you're doing here? And so, so I've got some, uh, got yeah, some of I heard some of that
0: last night. V- yeah. I, yep. That's, that's good. There's something there. Yep. Ab- yep. Absolutely.
1: It's going to get tighter as the week goes. <sighs> I want
0: to say that in the, the jokes in the, uh, the looking back <laughs> <Yeah>. special, <laughs> yes. uh, the, uh, uh, let's see. You, there's a thing in there where you talk about giving your old, at one point, giving your old car to a, a valet and having to give oh, them special the valet directions. Car. The
1: valet joke.
0: So freaking funny.
1: That's the 90s. That, oh, yeah. I so went deep funny. into the vault, you guys. You can see my published works. <laughs> That's also on the Bread album. Anyway. Anyway,
0: great joke. Sure. Thanks. I, I thank, like you I, thank you very much. I really, really like that one. Uh, let's see. Still doing the podcast, obviously, because I listen. Jackie and Lori show.
1: Jackie and Laurie show talking about stand up with Laurie Kilmartin.
0: Yeah uh, <laughs> you guys uh I, I, we're pretty much out of time here, but I will, I'm going to send people to listen to you two talk about uh Hassan Minaj and that whole thing earlier All right. this week. Sure. Uh, we didn't get to it. We don't have to get to it. Uh You guys talked about it's that. Fine. I thought it was very it's, interesting.
1: Hassan, it's a weird thing that he did. I'll just say this. It's, it's not Louis C.K. level. It's more Steve Ranazizi level. Hero of 9-11. Yeah. Uh, so, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's not like he doesn't have a life to actually mine. It's just too bad. Yeah. Because he's, you know, He's actually super handsome too. Why? Why would he? Why would he lie? (laughs) He's so cute.
0: Handsome people don't need to do that. Exactly. I will actually. I do want to say one thing about that. I was shocked that I had the uh, local news on the other morning, and that came up as a story. All right. A comedian. You know, he's fabricating uh, stories. That's that's national. Right. Local. Well, National news—it's making
1: local telecasts. But the, that was very should, surprising. And you should know that it's a difference between fabric. Like I do a joke about how my my mother in law has uh, two dollar bills. The actual amount of two dollar bills she had was two thousand dollars, and I changed it to three thousand dollars because it worked better. A literal, a literal. I. That can't. This is right. But here's you're the breaking scoop. my heart right now. Uh. Right. Exactly. But it's not the same as telling someone that you got anthrax sent to you. It's because everybody. You know, ex- Wow. <laughs> you guys, it's not going to hurt your noggin to come see me, is what I'm saying. Come on out. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> You're the best. Thanks.
1: <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for listening to No Laugh Track Podcast, the show with a new comedian headliner every single week with me, the host, Justin Severson. The show is produced in the heart of Minneapolis's North Loop neighborhood at the legendary Acme Comedy Club. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Podbean, and watch the video version on our official No Laugh Track YouTube channel. Wherever you are enjoying the pod, remember, drop a like, leave a review, and please tell your friends about the show. And most importantly, come to Acme and see my show in person.